Now, right before we look at something I want to share with you, there's one group I've left out, and I want to address that group really quick. If your mama is not on this earth and she's in glory, no disrespect to the living mothers, but you ought to be happy that she's already there. I know I am. I'd love to kiss her today, but I know that she's with Jesus right now. Do you hear me? means more than any kiss or a banana pudding that she could whip out right now. So if you're having a tough time because mama or ma or grandma is not here and she's with Jesus, I'm going to tell you right now, we are very close to seeing them again. And I, I do have something that I, I pray today will, will just be an encouragement to you. And you can turn quickly, if you want to, to the, to the 24th Psalm. And while you're turning there, we're going to... Uh, well, I just want to give you a heads up that over the next three weeks... Uh, Joe is going to be sharing with you on Wednesday nights, online only, right now. Uh, I don't want to tell you what the next three weeks are, but he's told me, and I'm really excited about it. So uh, Wednesday night, 6.55, we start the countdown. So make sure you're on the app or you're on some kind of platform. Uh, while we are still on other platforms other than our own, Get there, and, and you will be blessed. So the 24th Psalm says this right here. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Now, I, I want to stop right here, and I want to pray before I read the next four verses, okay? Would you close your eyes, Father? I need you today. We need you. There's no way to, to not only receive, but God be able to understand and live out this word right here unless the Spirit helps us, God. So God, would, would you anoint me to not only say, but anoint us to hear and receive? I pray, Father, uh, any distraction that the enemy would be playing around with in our minds or around us, God, that in the name of Jesus, it would be put asunder so we can receive the seed. And all you do, will give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 3, who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He, this is, this is a, the answer, he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord. I, I love in the Word of God how God always has some great things in there that he has for us, but he just doesn't put it out there. He tells you how to get them. Nor sworn deceitfully, he's the one that will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is 
the Jacob. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, Selah. Everybody in this building right now and online, the past seven days, every day, at some point, you've looked for something. I don't care if it's something that was misplaced, uh, a set of keys or a remote uh, or your wallet, or you have looked for uh, something to eat. You went to the store. You needed one more. They didn't have it. Uh, you, you, you look for more, more money on your check. You sought it out, but it wasn't there. You, you, you've looked for something. You've looked for a spouse or a child to come home at, at a certain time. Um, you might have sought out shelter one day this week. Amen? Might have tried to find somewhere to park your car when it was about to hail. So everybody in here has sought out something or someone, and, and we do this every day of our lives. You, you look for something, and... The Bible tells us this, and I think this is so critical right now more than it's ever been because, folks, if you're going to use energy on anything outside of prayer and the Word of God and the worship of God, you need to use everything you possibly can to seek out the Lord, to do whatever His Word has commanded you to do, to do what you can to receive these types of blessings that the Lord has laid out in His, His Word here, it, it's not hard, but it takes some seeking out. In fact, the Bible says in the third chapter of all books, Lamentations, people don't read Lamentations because it's got a lot of crying in there. But the 24th, 25th verse actually says, The Lord is good to those, now listen to this, who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks him and we spent a lot of time talking about waiting on the Lord over the past two or three weeks and the Lord is very very good the goodness of God we sang about it again is good for the people that wait on him but when you wait on God even though it seems like you're not doing anything it's a form of seeking God because a lot of times you use all of your energy you do all you can do there was a woman in the Bible that fits that description very well. She spent all her money. She went through all the people that had knowledge and doctors and all the people that's gone through what she was going through. And she got to a point, you know this story, she got to a point where she heard that Jesus was coming into town. And when she got to Jesus, she sought him, but she sought him so much her faith had already been seeking Jesus because she said, I don't even have to get there to tell him what's wrong. And after all, I love the part of the Bible that says, he knows what I have need of even before I ask because this is a great example right here. She got to Jesus with her faith a long time before she got to Jesus with her eyes. In fact, she said, I don't have to touch him. 
I don't have to tell him. I don't have to go up and let him anoint me and pray for me. All I got to do is get to him. There were so many people she couldn't get to him. But she did manage to work her way through and just touch a few little threads on the end of his garment as it went by. And see, it looked like she might have touched Jesus with her fingertips, but no, she touched Jesus with her faith and he felt that and he turned around and he healed her. See, when you seek Jesus, Jesus already knows if you're really seeking him or you're just seeking to say you're seeking him. See, somebody in here needs to know this right now. What you're trying to touch is not going to give you what you really need. What you're trying to get to, what you're trying to achieve, what you're trying to get after, it's not going to get you what seeking God can get you. And if you seek the Lord while he may be found, by the way, then you can get all God has for you. You can even get the righteousness of God, he says. And there's no way you will ever produce that on your own, by the way. God wants you to know that all you got to do is turn him into a dollar. Turn him into a new phone or a new car or a new house or a, a new name among your friends. If you just replace all these idols the Bible talks about with God, Almighty God, and the nail print hand of Jesus Christ, he can load you down more in one second than you can seek everything else throughout a whole lifetime. My God can do that. And yours can too. Zephaniah, another unpopular book, but there is slam full of good stuff. Seek the Lord, all you meek of the earth. And there's the problem, Houston. There's no seeking because there's no meek. We use, here we go. You know, we've already got kicked off the uh, app store one time, and it's only a matter of time. So here, 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 go, here it goes, something that, We'll get you into that category real quick. We use Facebook and YouTube, as all of you well know, and we thank God for the lives we've been able to reach and touch and minister to that we're doing right now. Praise God that we're able to be with you and not even be where you are. But let me tell you something, and everything in this, in this world can be used for good, but it can be used for evil too. But one of the worst things that's ever hit the planet is social media because it's not for all the, I, I, I don't even want to get into all the filth and the trash and the lie. I just want to talk about how this one word, meek or meekness, it's completely thrown out the door because everybody wants everybody to know what you look like, where you're eating, what you're doing, so they'll say, hmm, they're pretty cool. We all want that 15 minutes of fame that's been popular our whole life. We all want all the, uh, the acclaim of the world. We want all of the, uh, the popularity and all the clout that goes along with that. But see, you sacrifice so much because Jesus is the one that said, if I be lifted up, if I be shared, if I be posted, if I be talked about, I will draw all men. Last time I checked, all the selfies are, has never brought anybody to Jesus. You don't have to amen a crumb. But I'm telling you the truth anyway. You don't have to. See, and that's what's happened. When we want the world to focus on us, there's no way they'll ever see the Jesus that we say is inside of us because we want people to know who we are and we have arrived. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Proverbs 8, 17 says this. 
Wait a minute. Let me finish this scripture, Zephaniah 2.7. Sorry about this. Seek the Lord, all you meek of the earth, who have upheld his ju uh, justice. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. That's what I was talking about. See, you can't be humble. You can't seek humility and seek you at the same time. Somebody's got to die. Somebody's got to die. If you don't crucify yourself with Christ, then you are crucifying the Christ that's in you because you're saying, God, right now, uh-uh, I can't do it around these people. That's what you'll do. I'll lose my job. I'll lose this uh, edge, this advantage. I'll lose these friends. People will mock me, post me, you know, all that stuff all over again. And you got to choose today, see? Uh, I think I shared this uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, but this is Angie's 31st year of teaching school. And she's still alive, by the way. But since day one, since day one, she'll tell you the first day, doesn't matter if it's kindergarten, first grade, third, fourth, and that, that's, that's the realm she's been in her whole career. But she, day one, she tells those children, she says, I'm telling you now that your life, including school, is all about choices. And she takes it from an educational standpoint, you know, you don't do your homework, you're not going to make a good grade, you don't study, you don't listen to what I'm trying to help you with, it's not going to end good for you. And so she goes through all this stuff, but that is so true about everything because we do reap what we sow, amen? In all forms, we reap what we sow. And God knows this. This is why he put a Bible from cover to cover full of all kinds of great things you can reap on this earth. After all, he said, I come to give life and I come to give it more abundantly. So the Bible is full of promises. Yes and amen, they are. But you've got to seek the Lord and you've got to do the things and you've got to choose life. You've got to choose to live God's way to get God's stuff. You've got to seek righteousness, seek humility. And as long as you're trying to please you or people around you, you're not going to please God or fulfill his word, period. You're not. And you can't do it when it's chill bump time or you feel a little emotional, or you're just in church, and then you go right back out there where the dog that's returning to his vomit. You can't do that. Your, hey, hallelujah, your walk, your relationship with Christ, I'm going to say something, and I want you to hear it well, and I want you to receive it, should not fluctuate one bit from the time you walk in these doors to the time you walk out those doors and a week goes by. Your relationship with Jesus should not up about five notches just because you're in the house of God. He never leaves you nor forsake you. You ought to be up here with Jesus all the time. Church shouldn't make a difference in that. You know what the purpose of church is together? It's just to come together corporately to glorify the goodness and the grace of God. That's what church is. It's not for me to sing praise songs all of a sudden or to hear a message. I'm supposed to be doing that every day of the week because I love him for what he's done for me. Amen. I want to tell you that Proverbs 8, 17 says it another way. I love them that love me. 
You don't hear those kinds of messages, do you? God's cool with everything. God's cool with everybody. You never hear anybody talk about the fact that God is equally a God of judge as he is a God of grace. He's equally a God of vengeance as he is a God of love. He, 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 don't, he can't be bought out, in other words. It, it don't fluctuate with who he's around. That's why he's so good, because he's even across the board. He wants people to live right as much as he wants people to love right. And he's not going to turn a deaf ear or a blind eye because it's so-and-so, so-and-so. He's not going to do that. He said, so I love them that love me. A lot of people would say, I didn't know that was in the Bible. Oh, yeah, it is. This is only one time I'm reading about this particular subject. I love them that love me. And those that, well, I thought the Lord for God so loved the world. He did. He does. He loves the whole world. That's why Jesus died on the cross. It was love. You ain't had a chance to do anything for him. It was love that brought him here. He said, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. There's a lot to be said. Don't care how many times a day you do a devotion, when you do them, but there's something to be said about three, four, five, six, seven in the morning before you go out. Because, see, it's like um, what the other day Tripp asked me about, and I got it, by the way, a good turkey brine. Y'all know it when I talk about a good brine, to, you know, to soak the meat in and all that. Well, th that's what we're talking about here. When, when, when you, hallelujah, Holy Ghost, when you, Start early in the morning. I don't care if it's five minutes or 55 minutes. But when you start out before everybody starts demanding and pulling and dictating you, you get yourself in a good brine for five minutes in the Word, in worship and praise, and you get all tender for Jesus. You, you, you get all in a lovesick state of mind with Jesus Christ before you go out the door. You're going to find Jesus now. You're going to find hell. You're going to find filthy. You're going to find backstabbing. You're going to find conceited. You're going to find people full of pride that you could buy them and leave them at home, but they think they all that. They maxed out every credit they've ever got their hands on. You're going to find all that. Amen. Don't say it out loud. Amen. You're going to find that, but I'm telling you right now, but if you'll get in a good brine in the morning, just marinate, marinate, marinate. Think on the things of God in the morning. I'm telling you what, you're going to find Jesus. And when you get all these other people, or you go to the doctor and you get those reports, I tell you, Jesus is still going to be what's going on in your mind because you've lathered yourself up in that brine early in the morning. Jeremiah said in the 29th chapter, and you, you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Sometimes seeking the Lord looks like Praying, sometimes seeking the Lord looks like fasting. Sometimes when we seek the Lord, it, 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 it looks like we are just spending some time at the altar or, or, or maybe we are just listening to the Lord, meditating on the good things of God. But the lady with the issue of blood that reached out to touch, yet yeah, she was wanting to be healed, but she was seeking the Lord. 
That's what uh, Hannah was doing when she was dedicating, bringing Eli. That's what Abraham was doing when he took Isaac up on the mount. These people were seeking the Lord. They weren't trying to prove a point, and they weren't just trying to keep God from getting mad at them. They were seeking God because they knew that if you seek God, you're going to find God because his word has promised that. So when you seek God, it looks like all kinds of things, like the lady that was at the well, and Jesus was talking to her. She had had five husbands, and he said, well, that one you got ain't even your husband. When she finally made her way back to the city, folks, she had a reputation. The adults in the room say, <clears throat> amen. She had a reputation, you know what I mean, right? Uh, I hate to use this reference, but Larry the Cable Guy said it first. Lady of the night, lady of the night, lady of the night. She had a reputation several miles long. And I want to tell you this, that when she got through with her encounter with Jesus Christ, when she left Jesus and she went into town, she wasn't just trying to brag on, she was seeking Jesus then because, see, the attention, it, it, there was a shift. It went from about her to about the man that changed her life. And that's what the Lord wants to do. God, whatever you got to do in me today to change my life so that I am a thrill seeker. I am a real seeker. I'm not trying to please nobody in this world. You're the only one that's capable and will either tell me, well done, thou good and faithful servant, or you will tell me, with all my religious background, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. And this is the real sting. I never knew you. Would you close your eyes, Father? I love you, and I thank you so much that we can be a Jacob generation. We can seek you, Lord. We can be that generation of teenagers, of college students, of young parents, of people that's been in the faith a long time, but we, we've, we've allowed our, our past and we, we've allowed being busy and all of the demands of life. We've allowed them to drain us dry and leave very little to no time to seek you. Oh, we go to church and we do all the things that's associated with that, but Father God, we really, really have gotten in a position that we don't seek you with our whole heart. And Father, we need that today. We need to be able to seek you in a way that we never have before. So Father, I pray right now over every man, every woman, every student, every child, that we would make our mind up more than looking for the next deal or the lowest price on gas right now. We're gonna seek God because you have promises after promise for us to receive if we will just obey the word while there is still time to do what we can do in these days. So God, let your word fall deep in our hearts and help us to hide it right now so we don't sin against you. In the name of Jesus and all God's people said amen.